Hey, it's Leah Rance from Afternoons on Laser 99.3 and 98.5. This episode is proudly sponsored by Academy Mortgage of Agawam. They get the deal closed. On today's episode, which, by the way, you can hear at Laser99.3.com, on SoundCloud, on iTunes, and now on Spotify, we talk about arguably the most important things announced at San Diego Comic-Con. Phase four of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's a lot. Let's get into it. Oh my god. (laughs) Welcome back. It feels like coming back from a vacation feels like someone just shook you out of a nap. Like, have you ever been like that? (laughs) And you're like, you're deep in sleep, and then someone wakes you up and is like, all right, get back to it. And I'm like, "Ah!" I'm like rubbing my eyes all today, like, what's going on? Like. (laughs) Oh man, I Lenny came in here earlier and was like, "Did you see everything that was announced?" I'm like, "No, I have totally been completely absent." So I came back to see everything that announced was with uh, Phase Four for Marvel Studios mm-hmm. at San Diego Comic Con, and I am ready. I'm. I'm excited. I don't know. My overall feeling is excited, but I mean, it's Marvel, so like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, because I feel like they're taking a lot of, like, I don't want to say they're all smaller characters. They're taking some more of, like, the obscure, like, characters and storylines and turning them into, like, feature length movies, which is why I'm kind of, I don't want to say concerned because I know that it's Marvel and it's going to be good basically regardless. Well, so the interesting, the first thing I noticed off the bat, now there was in phase four about 10 things that were announced. Mm hmm. I noticed immediately after looking at all these things, the similarity was, damn, a lot of these are going to TV. A lot of these are going to Disney Plus, the new streaming service that's supposed to be coming out in November, Mm. where it's going to be exclusively Disney, who owns Marvel, you know, and that content, Um, which could be a good or could be a bad thing, because we know with the Defenders... When that became a thing on Netflix, that was there were some perks like Daredevil and Jessica Jones and you know Luke Cage, and there were some then, definite then misses. Then there was Iron Fist. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Back on topic. Yeah. So we have five movies and five TV shows that they announced at Comic Con this year for mm-hmm. Marvel. And uh, the first one that's going to be coming out, let me see, uh, I have the graphic in front of me. So the planned release date for the Black Widow movie is May 1st of next year. First off, off the bat, I was so relieved to see that it was going to be Scarlett Johansson reprising her role Mm. because there had been rumor that it was going to be a prequel series and they were in talks with, I don't know if they ever, I don't know if it ever came to this, but they were like, people would throw up like, oh, they should get Sophie Turner, they should get, you know, from Game of Thrones, or they should get... Oh, to get like a younger Black Widow? And I was like, we see how this works out with DC when you guys change the actors. We don't like it. Spider-Man's the only exception so far. Like... So I'm curious, do you think... So, in the continuity, she's dead dead. Yeah. Because of the stones. So, I'm curious, like, do you think that it's going to tie into Endgame? Like, do you think it might be going into, like... Because I don't think they've really revealed plot details, have they? Other than that, it takes place before, you know, she died. Right. So, do you think it's going to be taking place, like, during the five years between the snap and Endgame? Maybe so. I mean, she's always been such a fascinating character in the Mm. fact that, you know, I was watching Captain America Winter Soldier on the plane, and I was like, 
Her storyline alone, she always seems to have her own agenda, her own thing going on. And the the canon behind her is so rich. And there's so many different ways you could go with that, you know, with her being in the Red Room and kind of how she was. I mean, of course, I would love a prequel in the fact that I love the whole storyline of Mm -hmm. her becoming this like awesome spy. But, you know, obviously, they're they're probably not going to go that route. They're probably I think you're on to something. I think they're probably going to fill in some of those gaps where Mm -hmm. it's like, what were you up to and why did you become this role in Endgame Mm. where you were kind of Nick Fury and you were the point person, you know? I'm very happy that they're actually giving her a movie because I feel like she's always been permanently a side character. But and I think there's also clearly enough interest to the point where people were like, "Hey, we'd actually like to see like what she does behind the scenes." Shut up and take my money. Exactly. That's how Thank I. Thank you, Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> um, and David Harbor is going to be Alexi. Oh my God. That yes. name. <laughs> it's Stranger Things str- Three. Oh God, you're right. That is like a Stranger Things tie-in, uh, like inadvertently, but you know, I it, mean, it's an older, it's a comic book character. I think from like the 70s that he's playing. The Red Guardian. Yep. So. So do you know anything with your comic knowledge about the Red Guardian? Actually, I don't, truthfully. Yeah. I, I He's, again, like, this is what I was talking about uh, briefly earlier, where, like, they're definitely giving, like, some of the smaller heroes that have kind of been, like, kind of given the short stick, so to speak, like, uh, time to shine. So as somebody who doesn't even know that much, mm-hmm. like, I know, like, the Black Widow origin story and, like, some of her stuff, but honestly, like, I don't really know, like, any of, like, her villains or, like, any, or, like, her sidekicks other than Hawkeye. But yeah. so I'm definitely excited to see, like, what they want to do. All with I it. know about her for my, like, admittedly lack of knowledge when it comes to the comics is the fact that at one point there was a storyline where she and Bucky got together, um, where it was mm-hmm. her and the Winter Soldier. And because they had worked together and he had trained her in the Red Room at some point, like, you know, yeah, I, yeah. that was a thing, which I always thought was pretty cool. And they kind of hinted at it in Civil War, like, when they're having that fight and she's like, what, you really? Don't you don't remember me? And he's you remember in the oh, scene yeah, with yeah, the yeah. Uh, food court? They kind of alluded to that, and I, I thought they would kind of expand on it, but they never did. I was I would have been fascinated, but you know, it, maybe they will. Yeah, I, I hope so. I really do because it's a really cool. I've always like you know you know I love me some Steve Rogers and Bucky together, but I also I also love Bucky <laughs> and Black Widow together too. I'm here for it. St- Sebastian Stan in the past has been very verbal over the fact that he'd be okay with. <laughs> really? Are you telling? What a brave man! He's okay with dating Scarlett Johansson on screen. Oh my god! What a soldier! Oh my god! The Winter Soldier. So anyway, he's uh that's gonna be May first, twenty twenty. So that's the most recent one. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then after that... We've got the Falcon and Winter That was the one, even while I was at vacation, I saw the logo come up and I was mm-hmm. like, we're doing it! We're announcing it! Like, and I, I was like, I can't I can't wait. I gotta like find out everything that they've announced so far. Which admittedly hasn't been a lot. Honestly, they I mean they, they haven't even started filming yet, so you know. But that is coming out fall of next year, so you're buying Disney Plus, I'm assuming. Oh, a hundred percent. This is the first show that was announced for Disney Plus, and um, uh, yeah, I mean, absolutely, I'll drop Netflix in a heartbeat for for Disney Plus because how could you not? You got uh, Anthony Mackie, who is phenomenal. Now, what's interesting is so he's the Falcon in this, obviously. Yep. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So this has to take place before. He becomes Captain America. Yeah, so I actually don't know about that because yeah. I think 
it, like I could see it going either way. Same thing with the Black Widow uh, movie, where like they can kind of go like in a lot of different directions with it. Yeah, like maybe they'll do kind of like a buddy cop type thing with. Uh, you know, with I think regardless, we're getting kind of like a more like lighthearted buddy cop, like spy type thing from them. So excited! Which for I, it. I think will be great. Their chemistry is amazing. <laughs> um, and uh, Daniel Bruhl is going to be coming back as Baron Zemo. Oh, he will be. Yeah. Okay, good because he's one of my like favorite comic book characters. Because he didn't die in um, Civil War, mm-hmm. so I mean it makes sense. So the timeline on this again, kind of like Black Widow, kind of hazy as to where they're going to take it. Now with the logo, I don't know if it means anything, but it does show the Captain America shield. So maybe it's something to do with, you know, Falcon taking on this role of Captain America. I don't know, because Winter Soldier now is no longer Winter Soldier. He is uh, he's been working on the fields of Wakanda. (laughs) He's been, he's tired. And uh, I thought he was White Wolf. I I thought that was what they were calling him now. So I don't know, actually. This could be interesting. I mean, I definitely think it'll take place after Endgame, though. Like, if they've confirmed that Baron Zemo is coming back. Yeah. Which, uh, on another note, I need the purple hood. My Like, one of my complaints about Civil War was that he didn't get, like, the proper, like, villain treatment where, where like, he's, like, this, like, grandiose kind of, mm-hmm. like, villain where he has, like, the costume and everything. He wears, like, this giant purple hood mm-hmm. in the comics and wears, like, the, the full, like, suit of armor and stuff. So I really really need to see that happen. Now, see, you know, well, and this is also, this is being directed, it didn't say who it was going to be directed by, but the thing of it is, is that with Civil War, just real quick, with the Russo bros, you know, watching Winter Soldier, watching Civil War, watching Endgame, they're not interested in, they want to make it as real and as gritty as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, because... That's why now they're working on uh, that new cop movie that's supposed to be coming out. What is that supposed to be called? With Chadwick, but oh my god, it looks so good. What is it like? Twenty something bridges, right? Yeah, Yeah, something like that. Twenty one bridges. Twenty one bridges. There it is. And that that goes back to what they know and what they were good at at Winter Soldier. They're like, all right, we are on a manhunt. Cut off all the bridges into New York, and I'm like, which Winter Soldier again? (laughs) Like, (laughs) except it's kind of Black Panther. Yeah, it was like, yeah, right, exactly. It's just uh, you know, so that's what they're good at. So they have no interest in making things like over the top like what you were describing with uh, Purple Hood. It doesn't surprise me they didn't go that route. But maybe they will. Maybe they will in that series. My fingers are crossed. That one is going to be coming out. When is that? Uh, It just says fall of next year. No. Yeah. Oh my god. What year is it? Yeah, it's 2020. (laughs) Yeah, so, okay. Uh, The Eternals, uh, which will be the next movie, which is November 6th of next year as well. Uh, Say 6th again. 6th. Am you I, am you I, say that weird. Uh, well, sixth. It's sixth. S-I-X-T-H. Yeah, yeah, sixth. Yeah, what am I... You're saying Sith. Like sixth. a Sith Lord. No, no, no I'm s- Sixth. Sixth. Sure. All right. Go with November it. November 6th. Okay. Oh, Wait, what am God, I... <laughs> no, go ahead, Jerry. Okay, fine. Yeah, I will. You're fine. Well, so the Eternals are coming out... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Not the 5th of November, the day after of next year. And I don't really know what they're going to be doing with the Eternals, because, I mean, they're, like, it's space stuff. So so all, that's basically all I know. They're going to be tying into the space stuff. I'm assuming, I wouldn't be surprised if we see, like, a Captain Marvel or maybe, like, a Guardians cameo. Yeah. I think it's going to be just a lot of like space, like new gods type stuff. We've discussed this in a previous episode, but obviously Marvel was putting out their feelers for it and they got exactly what they wanted, where people were like almost fanatical about these Guardians of the Galaxy movies and they were like, 
oh, good, you guys like space? We gonna do more space. Like, you know, um, so, I mean, the cast, though, now, this is some big names that are gonna be in there. You got Richard Madden, you got uh, Kimal, I never know if I say his name right, Kimal uh, Nanjiani. Hi, it's Leah in post-edit. It's Kumail Nanjiani. I was close. Anyway, is that right? I think so. Nanjiani, yeah. Yeah. Um, Lauren Ridloff, you've got Leah McHugh, Salma Hayek, Wait, seriously? Yeah, Salma Hayek's going to be in it. Brian Tyree Henry, Don Lee, and Angelina Jolie is going to be Thena, which I don't know any of these characters, so it means nothing to me. It's going to be directed by Chloe Zhao. Yeah, I mean, they're basically like space gods. That's probably the best way to describe it. Like, in short, there's a lot of like very convoluted and complicated history behind these guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they don't even like pop up in the comics that much. Uh, like, that's why I think that we might be seeing like Captain Marvel because I think she'd be the only person that can really go toe to toe with them. I'm trying to see what Chloe Zhao also directed. Honestly, not much. Not anything that I'm familiar with. Um, yeah, there's only been a couple short films. Songs My Brother Taught Me, not familiar with that. Nope. The Rider in 2017, and now she's got this, which is in pre-production. I'm looking at her IMDb right now. Not a lot known about her. Really? So no like, feature-length films? Or, well, the... No, she won some accolades for Independent Spirit Awards for some of these short films, but no, nothing really. like. So this should be huh. really interesting. Like I always get excited when it's really new talent, because I'm like, ooh, like, yeah. you know, why were you picked? It's exciting. Yeah, and that's what I think with having like the lesser known characters here, I think it'll be really cool to see like if they do kind of put their own spin on it. Like they have with a few other characters already. Salma Hayek and Angelina Jolie, though, I'm like, if you're pulling names like that, like I'm yeah, yeah I'm really but then again it could be like um Sir uh, Anthony Hopkins where yeah, where it was kind of like, oh, you're going to be Odin, but you're not going to be in it as much as you think, you know? Which, I mean, may be true. It actually worked, because sometimes you get these larger-than-life actors now where they are more known for being who they are. Like, Angelina Jolie is Angelina Jolie, you oh, know? And uh, so it's kind of hard to incorporate them in, as like these characters that you want to believe like Tom Holland like straight out the gate that was like his biggest role and probably one of the first few things he's done is mm-hmm. like now we're always going to see him as Spider-Man you can't really do that with a, a, a name like Salma Hayek because she's done so much now you know what I mean so it'll be interesting to see how they're incorporated but that is when is that uh November um 6th 2020. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Uh, Shang-Chi, The Legend of the Ten Rings. Now, that one is going to be coming out 2021, February 12th. I don't know anything about this. so um, I'll be honest with you. Neither do I. Okay. I mean, I, I can tell you who the villain's going to be just based on the title. Well, who? Uh, it'll be the Mandarin. You know how the real Mandarin? Yeah, the actual Mandarin, not Ben Kingsley. It's going <laughs> to be played by uh, Tony Leung. Oh, have they already confirmed that? Yes. Oh, damn. I thought it was like, I thought it was going to be like, ooh, Ten Rings, it's the Mandarin. Yeah, no. (laughs) Aquafina is going to be in it. She's going to be in an undisclosed role. Oh, okay. Uh, And Simu Liu is going to be the title role. But I genuinely, so you don't know anything about these comics. I genuinely don't, no. Yeah. And that's the thing, like the Mandarin, okay, so in the comics, the actual Mandarin, he has a... Ten rings. He's like Junior Thanos, kind of, right? Mm-hmm. So I think they might be doing kind of like instead of like chasing after the Infinity Stones, I think most of the movie is going to be them chasing after the Ten Rings to stop the Mandarin from doing whatever devious plan. 
just doing a quick little look-see on his Wikipedia to give at least a little bit more context as to this character. He was been around since 1972. Uh, he was created as the son of Dr. Fu Manchu. He's supposed to be a martial arts master. There's a lot of different storylines to go with it, so I don't want to go with any specific one because we don't know yet. There's Master of Kung Fu. Um, there's going to be Heroes for Hire. There's also Marvel Now. There's just the Protector, Secret Empire. There's a lot of different ways this character could go. It looks like he eventually joins the Avengers um, and that not only is he a martial arts master, he also masters Chi, which makes him able to kind of sense different life forces around like he was able to detect Jean Grey while she was hiding herself in like a psychic energy thing from my understanding again this is like totally me just gleaning information just from a quick search on Wikipedia it also looks like he has my favorite superpower of all if they choose to use this which is where he's able to create an unlimited number of duplicates of himself which I've always wanted if I was always to pick my my superpower that would be it you just get a lot of stuff done all right oh we know about this next one wandavision before captain marvel came around i would argue they were like two of the most powerful characters because they both had access to the stones you know like unlimited access you know um so you got elizabeth olsen and paul bettany reprising their roles thank god again Marvel coming in the clutch with not changing these people around. That's such a bad move. That's one thing DC should know by now is that we get like very attached to these mm-hmm. people as these roles. Like, I mean, they just keep on like I think it's mostly because the actors and actresses just keep on losing interest in the role. Chris Evans definitely was done at the end, but mm-hmm. then they let it go. Like they were yeah. like, okay, now now the mantle of Captain America is going to be, <laughs> you know, moved on, but. His Steve Rogers is that's it, that's mm-hmm. over, you know. Um, Monica Rambo, you called it. She is uh, gonna be an adult in this. Oh, she's gonna be in WandaVision and uh, she's gonna be co starring with them. She's gonna be played by Tiana Paris. We we met her as a child in Captain Marvel. You called it, you called I d- it. I tried, I yeah, tried, yeah. So, so what was it you said she was going to be so again? in the comics she's part of the young the young avengers sorry i always get confused between the young and the new avengers the young avenger avengers which is um kid nova so the current nova uh miss marvel and uh it's actually usually spider-man so i'm curious how they're going to kind of work work that into that and then there's a couple other ones in there too like mm-hmm. there's the new hulk Basically, I think it's been like a newer thing, probably within the past like five to ten years mm-hmm. or so. But so I definitely think it'll be cool if they start teeing up like the Young Avengers stuff because they have. All right, so let me ask you this: Do you enjoy like kind of like the high school kind of uh, like comedy and stuff of like I the Spider-Man movies? I will say that I don't, but I absolutely do. Okay, <laughs> like, <laughs> expect a lot of that if they go full in on the on the Young Avengers. It's a guilty pleasure. I watched <laughs> Riverdale. I oh, me too. Me too. Um, they broke up, by the way, real quick. Wait, who? Uh, Cole Sprouse and Lily Reinhardt broke up. No! Yes! Love is dead! Lily Love Re- is dead! Lily Reinhardt, I am single. <laughs> uh, Alright, and that's going to be on Disney+. Plus. That's going to be spring of 2021. And then we are going to get into another one that Lenny is super pumped for. I'm very excited for this one, too. Doctor Strange in the 
Multiverse of Madness. I love the way that they've titled that, too. It kind of sounds like a book, almost. Yeah, like, yeah. meet him, him in the Multiverse <laughs> of Madness. And I'm sure that you already heard about this, too. Uh, Scarlet Witch will be featuring a prominent role in this one yeah, as well. Yeah, I'm excited to see how that dynamic works out between the two of them. You know, you didn't really see those characters ever interact in any of the movies. Mm. And I will say, though, one thing that I think that'll be really cool, and they've already said this, that she is finally going to be becoming the like the true Scarlet Witch, which because in the comics she has, uh, and they haven't really been able to explore it much because of all the X Men, whatnot. Um, she has like reality warping powers too. It's mm-hmm. not just her being able to be use like the magic stuff. She can actually like like completely like reset timelines and like change the universe, stop like crucial events from happening and stuff like that. So I'm really interested to see how like they're going to maybe they'll be butting heads. Mm-hmm. Like, like maybe it'll be kind of like a like a kind of like two heroes going against each other again. Really excited to see how that plays out, or yeah. they'll work together. I don't know. I hope they bu- they probably will butt heads because yeah. he's kind of known for being arrogant, and she calls out that BS so quick. <laughs> Scott Derrickson is going to be returning as a director, so you're definitely going to uh, want to. <laughs> it's going to be as trippy as humanly possible. That's all I can think. Yeah. It's I I didn't see the first Doctor Strange in the theaters. I wish I had because I feel like that would have really added to the experience mm-hmm. with all the visual effects that was going on. That's definitely something that I feel like kind of hindered my experience watching Doctor Strange because I was like, what is happening right now? Like on a little <laughs> screen, it just didn't work. So that's going to be out May 7th, yeah. 2021. And not to mention them saying the multiverse. I'm curious if we'll get a lot of like uh like maybe they'll go to like the other universes from like that they kind of like teased in Endgame. Yeah. Which I think would be really cool. So I'm definitely looking forward to that one. I'm probably the most excited for that out of the bunch. When you get into time travel, it gets to be a little bit for me it's dangerous ground because you want to make it so that it's like you can follow it and it's believable and you can understand this butterfly effect that's kind of going on but mm-hmm. at the same time you don't want to like it's it's plot hole territory it's, oh, it's yeah, possible sure. that so I'm hoping that they are tread lightly with that one well, cuz that's that's I'm very tentative about it. Uh, I'm putting my tinfoil hat on here for a second, yeah. okay? Tinfoil hat is on. I think this might be where they actually introduce the Fantastic Four and X-Men. Really? Because all right, so Scarlet yeah. Witch in the comics is a mutant. So I'm yeah. curious if she's going to like do some weird like reality bending stuff to make to like kind of bring those people into the current reality of the Marvel movies. Well, we know that we're not going to be meeting her brother again, or maybe well, we will. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, exactly. Like if they bring back like like if they bring all the X Men back, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver are X Men, and they said the real Scarlet Witch. So the biggest tragedy of all of these movies I know. when Joss Whedon wasted <laughs> wasted Quicksilver. Yeah, just to be. Joss Whedon, I don't know. With that being said, with X-Men being in, now does that mean, because there's all these weird legality things going on, oh, but yeah. like, does that mean they get to come into the fold now? Does that mean that we get access now to like X-Men? Do we get oh, yeah. do we get actual access to X-Men? Does that mean that we get X-Men movies under Marvel now? I think, I think that means that we do, because if I'm not mistaken, I do believe Disney has the full rights to use those characters now. Because I mean, be because they bought out 20th Century Fox. Yes, that is true. 
not to get too far off subject here, but I do want to play around a little bit with this, is the mm-hmm. fact that, you know, as I was saying earlier, we get attached to certain people playing certain roles. Hugh Jackman, obviously, is Wolverine. Mm-hmm. And he's put down that mantle now after Logan. He's done with it. And, um, you know, it kind of begs the question, what? Tinfoil hat just came back. All right. So think about the So Hugh Jackman done as Wolverine, right? Yeah. And I'm assuming you've seen Logan. Yeah. Which... Probably my favorite superhero movie, like, ever. Ridiculously I good, love yeah. It. Love it. Uh, maybe, and this is going back to what I was saying about the Young Avengers, there's a possibility of them bringing X-23, like, his, like, surrogate daughter there, yeah. into the fold there, yeah. as, like, a new Wolverine. I think that'd be really interesting. Yeah, definitely. That. And then you've got Sophie Turner right now, who's playing Dark Phoenix. Mm-hmm. I-, I never watched it. Honestly, I stopped. I saw the reviews and I was like, nope, no thank you. Well, they just keep messing up with these. So I'm like, are they going to just get rid of all these? Is is um, Evan Peters uh, there is, is going to come back as Quicksilver? And who knows? There's so many different questions that comes with that. And I could definitely see that. And then you've got... The ugliest logo imaginable. Really? I the the was... logo is, looks awful, Leah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I kind like it. I don't know. I wish they had stuck with one font. Yeah. I like all of the I like the the O and I like the I when it comes to Loki, but I I wish they had picked one. But yes, yeah, so Loki finally spring 2021. Arguably, arguably I would say, and maybe this is just coming from where I stand on the fandom, one of the biggest most long-standing fandoms has been for that that character, mm-hmm. Tom Hiddleston as Loki, since the minute he stepped on the screen in Thor, honestly, before, you mm-hmm. know, Thor, and then it just got bigger and bigger and bigger after Avengers. Everybody just went nuts over this character. And when he died in Endgame, there were so many people that were seriously like, he's not really dead, though, right? And it's like, you saw him got choked out. Like, he was... <laughs> choked out you know and they were like yeah but he's gonna come back right nope 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 but so this is obviously gonna take place before that that's the only Mm -hmm. thing i can imagine well so i think it might be like the multiverse uh, hopping loki that was in endgame like the one from the past that like Mm -hmm. used the tesseract to just kind of jump wherever he did yeah so i I think it's going to be kind of don't say an anthology series but i think it's almost going to take like a doctor who type route where he's going to be jumping around to a bunch of like different worlds and stuff when you get into (coughs) tv series a movie has one plot Mm -hmm. and then it ends series get a little trickier haha trickster god but like seriously would it be would it be prudent with loki to have these one-offs doctor who type things go on to these adventures save the world maybe don't save the world (laughs) who knows it's loki um or are you going to have these reoccurring things and how are all these series which much with much broader plots and characters and storylines going to kind of meld into each other it's going to be trickier in my opinion like to to actually get it so that it's just as cohesive as these movies have been yeah i mean it, it wouldn't surprise me if he's like if there turns out to be like an overarching story mm-hmm. over the entire thing like like in between like him hopping through like all these like different worlds right. and stuff so uh have you ever seen legends of tomorrow the dc show that's on the cw yeah, so I mean that's kind of what they do. So like they go around to like a bunch it's it's a time travel show. So like they jump around to a bunch of like different time periods, but they have like this overarching goal 
of yeah. like what's ca- what's happening. It's usually like a time demon or whatever. But and what makes Loki Loki is Thor, kind of. I would hmm. say his kind of um, constant rivalry with Thor kind of makes us like him even more. And I'm very curious if this means that Chris Hemsworth will make periodic appearances. Um, or if that, or his daddy issues with Sir Anthony, Anthony Hopkins is going to come back every now and then. It's, it's, um, you know, begs a question, honestly. So not much is actually known. They didn't have to sell it to anybody. Everybody was already like, we're in, like, you know, (laughs) (laughs) it's Tom Hiddleston, it's Loki, we're in, like, there needs to be nothing else said. So there's not a lot known about it right now. And that is scheduled for spring of 2021. Yep. And then a lot of people had the question of, and you're so excited about this Mm -hmm. already, what if? That's all it's called is what if. This is the one that is that's probably going to be selling on Disney Plus, truthfully. So and they've already laid out like a possible scenario that they might be using. So it's going to be an anthology series based around the Marvel universe. Uh, whether that's TV shows, movies, kind of everything seems to be kind of fair game from what they've said so far. So they said like an example of what they would do for one episode would be let's say Captain America never got frozen in the ice. So it's him and Peggy Carter, right? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I always get uh, Peggy and Sharon confused. Uh, oh, don't you dare! I'm sorry. Don't I'm do sorry. that to Peggy. I, I never watched the series, like so I kind of like anyway. Yeah, anyway. Uh, honestly, yeah. Uh, but no, so like, let's say Cap never got frozen in the ice. It's him and Peggy Carter like fighting against Hydra Ooh. in the 40s. Yeah, which I think will be really cool to see. Yeah, and, yeah. The, the, and it's basically all just one-offs. Well, and they've already announced uh, for what if it was a pretty phenomenal cast for, that'll be using their voices. Now, I believe it'll be animated. It is animated. It'll be playing out those scenarios in animation. Uh, you got so far who's on board Chadwick Boseman, Black Panther, uh, Michael B. Jordan, Killmonger, Dum um, Dum Dugan, actually, Neil McDonough. Really? Uh, Sebastian Stan. So that means they're going to do Howling Commandos, which I'm really oh, I'm excited into that. about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sebastian Stan is Bucky, Toby Jones as Arnim Zola. I'm not familiar who that is. Um, Josh Brolin, Thanos, uh, Michael Rooker as Yondu coming back, Mary Poppins. Oh, all right. Karen Gillan as um, Nebula, Chris Hemsworth as Thor, Tom Hiddleston, Loki, Jeff Goldblum as the Collector, and several <laughs> others. So that, I, I admit that one should be pretty cool, That'll too. Be, I'm really looking forward to that um, one. And then finally, oh, nope, not finally. Got we got more. We got two more. You got Hawkeye. Which I'm just not pumped. I'm sorry. I'm just not excited for. I'm just I not a big be... Hawkeye fan. Oh come like, on, he's so cool. Ah, he's so cool. He got better. He got better into Endgame. He, he he got like a fine wine. I got more and more <laughs> used to him as he got around, and like I I kind of started to finally come to terms with the whole family farmhouse storyline that Joss Whedon, for whatever reason, made us watch. Listen, Age of Ultron is a bad movie, but I did like it for for Hawkeye's sake. Oh all right? my yeah. God, you know, I did cry though when the end game that first scene absolutely but it doesn't but it's really not going to be it sounds like it is going to be jeremy renner Mm -hmm. but it's also going to be all about introducing kate bishop 
which I'm very down for. Yes, as the I'm gonna guess she's gonna be the new Hawkeye. She's gonna mm-hmm. be taking on the mantle of that. And I, is it gonna be his daughter? That's what my that, question is. Because when she was she was practicing archery, I felt like that was a pretty big beat you right over the head. Like this is Kate Bishop. So that was I'm okay with it. I'll watch. I'll watch it. <laughs> I, I, well, I think it'll be cool because I, like they're not going to be doing like the whole like hey we have to save the world. Like I think they're gonna keep it kind of like small kind of like how like the dare, how like Daredevil like mm-hmm. I mean Spider-Man doesn't really but like how like the defenders kind of kept it like local to New York. Right. I think they're probably going to do something kind of like that for the Hawkeye series which, yeah. where it's just stopping like small time criminals. Maybe we'll see a Kingpin again which I think will be really cool to see. Yeah, and that's fall of 2021 and then finally mm-hmm. I would argue the biggest announcement even bigger maybe than the Loki series because everybody knew about that mm-hmm. was Taika Waititi returning to direct Thor, Love and Thunder, and this beautiful 80s Thundercats looking logo is <laughs> the 80s looking thing ever. They finally figured out that Thor and Chris Hemsworth is not ready to end it by any means. It sounds like, you know, the rest of the original Avengers were all kind of ready to be like, I'm done, you know, and he's just he's he's interesting because he's kind of still flipping around, you know, as Thor because it mm-hmm. felt like the Thor. Finally, by the time they got to the third movie, which I think was supposed to be the last one initially, yeah. they were like, wait, we figured out his tone, and now he's really funny. I saw so many at Kineticon, so many Lebowski Thors yeah. running around, and I'm like, oh no, they now it's over, and nope. Nope. No. Yeah, but here's the thing. They said that uh, Natalie Portman will be making a return, because she's probably going to be getting front and center. They, I think they're doing female Thor. It, it has been confirmed. She yeah. is going to be the mighty Thor, goddess of thunder, which is canon to the comics. Mm-hmm. I remember that was in 2014, I think, was when they announced that it was going to be female yep. Thor. Had no problem with it. Totally fine. Okay, so now that, whatever. Like, that didn't bother me. What has bothered me is Jane Foster's it's not Natalie Portman. It's her character. I don't like Jane Foster. She has been a boring side love interest. Just boring. Just totally unutilized, totally unrealized. So in the comics, for a long time, Thor was actually unworthy. Ooh. Yeah. And that's why. So Thor was unworthy. And I'm trying to remember it. Again, it came out in 2014. So my memory is a little bit shaky about it. It was like a cancer-ridden Jane Foster Something happens where she's now able to wield Mjolnir. And so the only way in how she's not bedridden is when she is uh, Thor, the goddess of thunder. Huh. That's which, a pretty dark thing for something called love and thunder. Yeah, which is why I think they're probably going to lighten the tone for, for that part of oh, it. Oh, 100%. Tessa Thompson's also going to be returning as Valkyrie, which oh, I'm cool. so freaking excited about. I don't know. I'm going <sighs> to... I'm going to save my judgment. Jane Foster, admittedly, for me, was... It's not Natalie Portman. It's it's the fact that, like, she's boring. I'm. Why couldn't you give me Darcy? Give me Darcy as the female Thor. I want to follow her around. Like, if you were playing a video game and you're like, do you get to pick Jane Foster? No one's going to pick Jane Foster to play. Like, they're going to pick the fun but, one. Counterpoint, counterpoint. Think about it. Nobody was likable in the first two Thor movies, right? No, you're right. That's probably part of the reason why Natalie Portman left in the first place. That's why like, my hopes are high. Yeah. Because Ragnarok was phenomenal, and it's going to be the same director. So I'm hoping it kind of takes like that same tone and just kind of translates to the next movie. 
And that's probably why she jumped back on board is because they finally figured out Thor. They finally figured out the tone. So now I have hope and trust that they will figure out and revamp, just totally revamp the character of Jane Foster. In Taika, in Taika we trust. So I <laughs> I know it was good with the rest of them and with uh, mm-hmm. with Tessa Thompson as t- taking on the role of Valkyrie. I'm so excited cuz she's now the new king of Asgard. By the way, at the Comic-Con, Tessa Thompson said that her first order as King of New Asgard, her first order of business was to find her queen. So, this might make this the first openly gay character in the MCU. That's pretty exciting, and I'm curious. There's a lot of speculation that it might be Captain Marvel. Who knows? I'm... I was like, you could have just given me that and not have been like, well, absolutely, I would watch that. Yeah, yeah. So... Quickly, before we end this, uh, what would you say you are most hyped for in Phase 4? Most hyped for, I would say, would be Falcon and Winter Soldier. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, because they're just, they've got such good chemistry. (laughs) See, I I think I I still have to go with Doctor Strange. Like, the new Doctor Strange movie, especially the implications that the multiverse thing might have, I'm, I'm ready for 2021. Just... I'm so, so, I'm so stoked. You can't skip all the rest of Phase 4. You can't do it. I'm just excited for all of it, and I'm excited for us to start, like, a new chapter. Exactly. Yeah. 